Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to Faz Radio, everyone, on multiple sides of the world. We have Old Bull here today, and Mr. Titan here today. Old Bull is, uh, uh, you're, you're the founder of Playable Games, and you are located on the other side of the world from us, I believe, in Dubai, is that correct? I'm in Dubai, yeah. And I'm one of, I'm one of four founders. My uh, two sons and my wife are founders as well, but... There's an ongoing discussion of how we should say that. So I'm technically a <laughs> technically a co-founder, but well, yeah. Mr. Titan has a lot of questions I know today, and uh, uh, so without any ado, I think we're we're going to get into them. Cool. You know, I, I I've been <clears throat> you guys have heard me on here the last couple of weeks talking about playable, and uh, it's it's horrible. I sound like a terrible show on here. I can't help but be impressed, though. That that's so. Faz knows this, and and all of our regular listeners know this. When I get excited about something, I just bleh, I just go crazy with it, and I I just I circle back to these to these projects that I'm excited about. And uh, as I mentioned, I <clears throat> I didn't see a lot of news for some reason. I I don't know why. I don't know if it was. Twitter doing curating or whatever it was doing. I didn't see much. I circled back and immediately I get to the playable website and I'm like, am I at the right place? Cause this is completely different. I start digging, digging, digging. And now I'm seeing tweets and everything else. And I was just blown away with, uh, 2023 being the year of show me for crypto gaming. We've dubbed it that. We want to see results. We're tired of just the talk, 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 talk. People talk, 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 and then nothing happens. Holy cow, have you shown a lot. And I thought it was like forever ago we had you on here, and it was like six months ago. It was around Christmas time. What you've accomplished in that short amount of time just blew me out of the water. So uh, tell us. This six months, you made a lot of changes. What are some of the big changes that you made? Well, we survived the bear market. That was the first one. <laughs> right. So it's, um, it's a tough one. And I've got an investment policy. I've got five things that you should always look at when you're going to like buy a new stock. And one of those is, has they been, have they been through the bear market? Because if a company hasn't been through a bear market, you haven't tested what their depths are and because your money turns off. Like in a bear mm -hmm. market, 80% of the people in crypto leave. So, you know, you literally go into maintenance mode. So do, does the company have depth of resources and can they pay their bills and manage their team? And you know, we've, we've kept 30 people on wages, big wages, right through the bear market. So, <laughs> you know, so it's um, now we're back in the bull. It's good. And um, money will turn back on soon when we get is to it. Is it a bull market right now? I think so, yeah. October October last year was the low, and we've been so the the way there's argument about so this the bears always say we're in a a bull trap until you're about halfway through a bull market, and then they suddenly switch and say, "Well, oh, it's on. Here we go. The bull market started." But we've known it all along. <laughs> well, no, they they don't tend to admit that, but the 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 people they tend to say that they know now. So it doesn't look so bad. And then, unfortunately, the bears are the ones that basically keep yelling, keep buying at the top because they need to. They need to justify the price going higher. But the sign starts showing at the top. It's rolling over and, and going to start falling down again. And, like, you know, 
I think the best lesson I learned in crypto is that crypto follows cycles, same as everything else, and and there is a summer and there is a winter, and those those seasons have lengths of time, and you've got to fit your theories into those lengths of time. It's a really healthy way to look at the market. So you can't keep calling bear market when, like, sorry, I'm from Australia, so the, the years get around. So your summer is July. That's our midwinter. <laughs> right. So you can't, so you might get a warm day. So I'm from, I'm from Melbourne, Australia. So in our midwinter, you can get a warm day in winter. But if you're hoping for a whole string of warm days, you're, you're fucked. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's winter. You're going to get more cold days than warm days. So that's just how it is. It's winter. And so once you understand that about crypto, you apply that time. And like bear markets, there's been there's been four bear markets. And remember, this is all new. So one of the guys I follow, he, um, talk, he does all his analysis on Bitcoin and then he does it on the S&P 500 because the S&P 500 has 20 years of history. And Bitcoin mm -hmm. has four. And so he says, if it works on Bitcoin and the analysis works on S&P 500, we can trust that it's probably going to be accurate. And so when he starts showing you these things backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, all this, it makes it really clear. So I believe, yeah, October was the bottom. That was our lowest low. And ever since then, so you have higher highs and higher lows. And so it starts staggering up. And, and this guy's got a great saying, the bull run is built on a wall of fear. So there's all this fear happening. Oh, it's going to crash. It's going to crash. Oh, it's going to crash. It's not over yet. It's terrible. It's, oh, it's going to crash. It's going to crash. And that's what we've been going through. Think about what we've been going through for the last six months. It's been all this media is just a wall of fear. It's always going to get worse. It's never going to, you know, America's going to ban crypto. Interest rates are going to keep going up. It's on and on and on. And yet, uh, you know, Germany's in recession and yet the stock market just broke its all-time highs. America's in in recession, but the S&P 500 is approaching its all-time highs. NASDAQ's at its all-time highs. This is not recession. This is not like, yeah, the media is saying one thing and the, the charts are saying the opposite. So, and, and this is how the game is played. The big boys are buying, accumulating. The poor people are selling in fear. And then when it becomes obvious we're in a bull market, half it's already over. So the big boys have been buying since October last year, accumulating. And you don't want to accumulate quickly because that pushes the price up. You want to accumulate slowly. And when you're playing a much longer... Like, you know, why are the Japanese so good at stuff? Because they don't think in six-month periods. They think in 20-year periods. That's part of their culture. They're really good at saying, what will this look like in 20 years? So when they build something, they build it to last and they build it to be sustainable. So speaking of building things sustainable, I'm sorry. this is yeah. this sorry. is this is what I I saw when I circled back to playable. And this is way 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 nicer than the original site that you guys had. And well, that, you guys are yeah, you, you guys are like Web3 enabled is the way we call it here, where you can log in up here with your MetaMask and then go to all the good stuff straight from there. Yeah. Um, very clear, very concise. It's not walls and walls of text. 
You've got the games that are just about ready to start popping out right here. You've got your account that's over here. Events that are coming up. Hey, we should see Faz Radio on there. That's an event. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And the Bull NFTs and uh, your node pages. And everything is, is nice and, and placed in great places. I see also when I circled back here that you guys uh, got a, a blockchain up and running. We have. It was always the goal to have our own blockchain. Um, would we have done it now if we knew how hard it was to make a blockchain? No. But we did. We wouldn't have done it in the bull. Sorry, in the bear market the way we did. It's it's costly. Um, we our budget blew out by a lot, and time wise it blew out by triple. So it was time and cost was much more than we expected, and difficulty was much more than we expected, and we. And we cheated. We use Avalanche's subnet, which is Avalanche has done a very clever thing. They've allowed us to build our blockchain. So we've got an independent blockchain, but it uses AVAX's or Avalanche's backbone of security and tech. So mm -hmm. it means so if you think about Bitcoin, the people that have thousands of Bitcoin have formed a little committee and they donate Bitcoin to their techs. Mm -hmm. So, which is how you have to do it when you're decentralized. Um, when you're centralized, you just have your own fund and you draw on it. So, um, so we're sort of like half and half. So, um, but yeah, basically it, it was expensive and hard and we've done it and we're really happy now we've done it because it sets us apart. There's only X amount of blockchains out there and we won them so now how you did that were you working on that before or did you just come up with this like at the beginning of the year and go hey let's stand up a blockchain well it's been in our roadmap since the beginning like we've always wanted to do it it's just when and mm -hmm. the bear market <laughs> as i said like if i if i knew what i knew now would i do it now no i'd wait and we had a lot more money and a lot more time um <laughs> But at the time, the thoughts were, hey, it's the bear market. Everything slowed down. We, we're in building phase. Let's build. Let's really do it. So when the bull market comes back, we're ready. And we've achieved that. So look at the results. Great. We're very happy with the result. Was it worth it at this particular time? It, there was a lot of stress and a lot of heartache to get it done. But it's been done. Our tech team's done a great job and pulled it off. So... Um, well, one of the big concerns, and we've bumped into this with several, uh, not only gaming chains, but also just people who are uh, companies who are building blockchains all over the place. And there's a choice. You have Cosmos, you have ETH, you have Avalanche, you have all these different things. We've seen a lot of uh, attack vectors that are associated with these bridges, right, that get between that. Have yeah. you guys thought about that and how it would affect your blockchain? Well, the bridge is the weakest point. So when you connect two things, you make a like you make something weaker than what it was. So or the, that's the weak point to attack. So the bridge is definitely the place that most hackers attack through. So when we built this, 
Um, we built it with that in mind that it was obviously going to be a place that was going to be attacked. And so we worked with Ava Labs, who are the Avalanche development team, and we asked them to really assist us in how do we build this bridge so it's it's as strong as it can be. Like it is a joint, it is a joint piece. So it will be the place that people try and attack. Um, but no, it's worked out really well. We've got security was our number one goal with that, and we've built it to be extra secure. So one of the downsides of that is that in our first couple of weeks of launching, our bridging times took longer than it should have. And we've been adjusting that. So we've been working with Ava Labs to adjust that. And it's getting quicker and quicker, and we're now down to a few seconds most of the time. So it's good. Mm -hmm. But there were ten minute there were ten minute waits sometimes originally. And that's because when the transaction goes through, you've got to have blocks go through to confirm it. And right. it, you set how many blocks you want to go through before you allow the money to, or the, the transaction to go across. So that means that someone can sort of say, oh, it wasn't me. Well, I, I can tell you, uh, once I discovered all your, your new goodies over there, of course, I went and uh, bought another bag of playable tokens to try out the bridge. And it was probably three hours, maybe, to bridge initially yeah, from true. ETH over to uh, just to get it on Avalanche, right? That whole process, I white knuckle through that whole thing because it is it takes forever. And if you click anywhere else on the screen, your little timer goes away and then you can't get it back. And it drives me nuts. But I, I managed to to get it through. And then I got the uh, the bull tokens. I had to go read. You guys have a fantastic FAQ that with the videos and everything else, I, I'm sitting here like a noob, right? Like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing on any of these blockchains. And I'm watching these videos and I'm reading these articles while I'm waiting my three hours for the ETH to convert over to AVAX. And I, I'm like, wow, you guys not only presented it in like you're talking to a, a, a fifth grader, but by the time I was that money got switched and I got the tokens, bam. I knew what I was doing to go in there. Now, I did tell you a little bit earlier, I, I did get a hiccup. It took like two days, that first transfer I made. Yeah. I, I didn't panic. I, I knew it would make it through, but it did take a while. You did some maintenance. You got that worked up, and I bridged there. I fiddled around on the platform. I bridged back. The bridge back was like three minutes, like you were talking yeah, about, to get back, back over onto AVAX off of your network. But the simplicity of it all, you connect via the DAP right on the website. Everything goes in. It reminds you to switch to the playable network. Everything was just, it was just butter smooth. So I appreciate that. That, that is huge because the, the hoops that you have to jump through on some of these platforms, gaming or not, to get onto the platform, to get your tokens, to actually go and accomplish anything there is like ridiculous. Very, very good job on that. Well, that's that's not me. That's the tech team. They are they're Australian team. They're really good. So um, Froggy, our, our CTO, he's um, he's young but bright. That one. <laughs> so he's he's got a good team behind him, and um, we had an American guy. Um, I only know him as as Ken. That's his name, like his gaming name. But um, he actually put together the bridge, 
and uh, worked with Ava Labs on that. So, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a really cool thing, and it, it allows us a lot of um, safety long term because being a chain allows you to be in charge of this, like you can actually monitor the security and make sure everything's really good. Um, and it allows us um, safety in the sense that all of our assets are stored on that chain. So, But the good thing is with bridging is that even though it's delayed, you can't ever lose your money. As as you said in the green room, like it's a blockchain. We know exactly where the coins exactly. are, where they, where they went. So we those first couple of days were hectic because they were taking a couple of hours um, often to go through and people were panicking. But we were able to see on the blockchain exactly where their money was and we were able to reassure them we can see the transaction and, you know, if it came down to it, we could manually approve it and push it through. So there was no problems at all. It was just tinkering with the, the security stuff to make it all work. And now we've redeployed that a couple of times and tightened it up. So it's getting faster and faster. Now it's, like, fairly smooth now. And I, I watched it. We've got a ticketing system in our Discord. I watch the tickets every day. And um, I don't do anything with them. I just watch and the team does it all. But <laughs> I watch how many come through and we're down to a couple a day now as opposed to there were literally a couple of hundred on day one. You know, so there was on day one, I was shouting at the tech team saying, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> you know, this is, this is not what I wanted. But credit to them. We're credit to you. They built the whole thing. They have done a great job making it like you know, I was, I'm Australian, I'm like my background is sales, door to door sales. That's where I, when I was 20, it was 35 years ago, um, I was trained to go out and sell vacuum cleaners. That's my background, you know. So um, there's, a, there's a saying in that industry that you need to be able to do your elevator pitch to a nine year old and have the nine year old explain back to you what you're talking about. And so it's a good way to look at it. It's a, well, that's how messages have to be. Because if people don't understand it, they will just say no. So you've got mm -hmm. to you've got to make it understandable, and you've got to make it so it uh, can be understood and enactioned. So we've done that, and it's good. Well, and and that's why I pointed out the FAQ, but also the simplicity of the site. That a lot of times people try and overdo it, and there's so much information it overwhelms them. <clears throat> and this is just simple and smooth. Um, most of the people who uh, tune into Faz Radio are gamers by heart. Okay. So let's let's take a, a peek here at your games. Obviously, your Nexus is your Nexus, right? That is our next one. That's coming <laughs> out. So we, I, I played the latest build yesterday, and I like I'm a proud father. Let me tell you, it's fucking great. It's um, <laughs> no, it's a proper game. Like, it's, it's actually a proper game, and um, it's 5v5 third-person shooter MOBA, so very rare beast. There's only a couple of them in the world. And um, it's um, – actually, if you go if – you, if you jump on, on our YouTube channel, I uploaded a video last night of the new skins, and that's got the latest – so you're looking at old that, – that's really old footage. That's several months old, that footage you're looking at. That still um, looks pretty good. Well, that just – if you can just pull up that YouTube video live, okay. um, just go to our YouTube channel. It'll be the last video uploaded. Or you can go to Playable Games Media if you want. It's in there as well. 
Um, but that's got so to to build a game. If if everything looks simpler on the outside looking in, and that's a pretty good life lesson. Um, building a game is really really hard, and <laughs> I, I had no idea how hard, and I had no idea how many moving pieces it has. And we're just so, and I'm going to use the word blessed. I'm not a religious person, but blessed is the best word because it, um, so yeah, that last, because play nice is overrated, that's that last. So have a look at the world there. Bring it up to full screen. And that is what our world looks like now. Oops, there we go. So this is just one of the emotes. Baby's got back on that on that player, man. Let me tell you. But if you look at the quality of the of the actual game itself behind, like we're we're up there. We're we're definitely A level. We're not we're not a AAA. So AAA games take three hundred million to build. Um, AA games cost about fifty million to build. And an A game costs a few million to build. So we're at the A game level. So, Holy cow. Yeah, it's really high quality. And it's not just... So getting good graphics is fairly easy. Um, getting good graphics that maintain FPS in a game and allow you to actually have functionality is super hard. Can you guys hear the music on this? Is that broadcasting? Yeah. Yep. So this is literally just to show off the skins. So I would assume then the skins are going to include different bullhorns. I would I would imagine yes. What do you mean bullhorns? Well, I see that a lot of them because the, your theme is the bull, and I see that some of the characters have the bullhorns on them. Yeah, there's two bull characters. Um, there's um, Bully Boy, which I think's already been up, um, and there's another bull. So Bully Boy is um, the one that no donors get. That's a no donor skin. So only no donors get that one. And the samurai that you saw before, that's um, VI threes. So our vibs, very important bulls. Um, and then. Uh, a lot of these others are going to be for sale, so you'd be able to purchase them. So Maverick is asking, uh, is there tokenomics associated with the game? Um, no, this is a tournament game, so there's no pay-to-win element at all. The skins are purely decoration, and um, these sort of games, it's a Hornet skin. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so when you make a tournament game, you cannot have any pay to win whatsoever. So, um, the tokenomics in this game are purely, we make money when we sell skins and, um, there'll be a back yourself mode where you can go in and put it, you buy a ticket to play. So you actually purchase a ticket as an NFT. 
and that ticket can be ten cents, one dollar, or ten dollars. And then the winner um, of that match get the, the prize pool. So that's and that's all done on 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 blockchain. So no one can cheat. It's just brilliant. So it's going to be for gamers that are good. You'll be able to actually make a. a, a so if you're a, a a really good gamer who tends to win more games than you lose because you're just that good, you'll make money playing Nexus. Why not? Uh, why not play to earn or play to own or pay to win? Why? Why, why aren't you going that direction? Well, for this game, it's a tournament game. So, you, just so, so if you if you do, you can do tournament games that are pay to win. And so, with our farming game that's coming, that's in coming into alpha next week or the week after, we're going to release an alpha for that. Um, so that's fully built now. We're just now doing testing. Um, our farming game is a pay-to-win game. In other words, you can pay to speed it up and and buy faster buildings and all that. Same as same as Townstar. So when you run a tournament on that, you you make a there'll be a set of NFTs you have to own to be competitive. So it might it might cost you five thousand dollars worth of NFTs to actually go in the competitions, or it might be thousand dollars or five hundred dollars or whatever. Whatever the numbers are, I don't know what the numbers are. Um, at the moment, we're not building the games to make money. We're building the games to be good games. But there'll be, a, in those pay-to-win games, there'll be a set of NFTs you have to own to be competitive. So if you want to go into win money mode, then um, that's what you do. So it's, it's a brave new horizon, this one. It's like you know, no one's got it right yet, so we're all experimenting. Every company out there is playing around with what happens. So our our big claim to fame is that the bull token is used in all our games. So you have no fear of loss there. Whatever we end up using as a working model, whatever bull token you have is going to be worth something. So when you said whatever bull token, you mean uh, there's going to be different types of bull tokens, or just no, no, whatever whatever ends up working in our in our ecosystem, the bull token will be the one that is used. So you don't have a fear of picking the wrong one. You, Whatever works to be the bull token on it. You're on muted there, Tony. So you're you're a I'm talking on mute over here. <laughs> so you're a proponent of single single coins rather than multiple coins for a game. I uh, yeah. I mean we we're we're avid believers in this. This is like we'll we'll die by the sword. You know, that's the if it's wrong we'll be we'll we'll die by it. So but I said this last time on your, your station when I was here last time. If if let's say we said Nexus was the next big thing and there's a Nexus coin and you buy Nexus coin and then for some reason Nexus doesn't go, well then Nexus coin's dead. So it's, it does it's, keep the damage it does keep the damage confined to, to just Nexus. If you have just one what coin the, the ball coin so, and one game goes under well, what damage? You just shut the game. So you can you can cauterize it. You fucking cut it off and burn it. If the if the if, if the no, seriously, I mean this is this is serious. That's triage. Like you know, it, it I love the way you present it though. That's what cracks me up. I'm not laughing at you. It's just you. See, I 
my unleashing reality is what I'm about to. And, and I just, I love how you just say what you need to say. I think that's awesome. Well, like seriously, like, you know, games, who can, who can say like game, the gaming industry is, is, is a really hard industry because it's millions of dollars to play to make a good game costs millions of dollars. All right. So it's millions of dollars to play. And nobody knows at the beginning when you're building it what it's going to be at the end. And worse than that, no one knows whether what you're building people will want to play. All right? You can guess. You can do the research. You can, you can work it out. But it's like building cars. You know, you know sort of what people want, but are they going to want yours? Is yours going to have the right – and Daniel calls it the magic source – from our head of games, he says, doesn't have the mag magic source. And and here's, here's an indication to how good our game is. And Daniel said it to me the other day. He said, actually it was Bo, his 2IC. Bo said to me the other day, he said, Jono, here's, here's, a, here's a, a, a canary in the minefield test for you. In the gaming world, one of the lessons we've learned, this is Bo, who's a 20-year veteran in the gaming world, he says, one of the canaries in the mine we use is do the devs want to play it on Friday. So Friday afternoon is dev, they load up a game for the devs to play. And he said, we can tell pretty early on when the devs don't turn up to play on Friday, whether the game's good or not. And he says, with Nexus, everyone's there every week. And I said, shit, that sounds pretty good. And he goes, and we were talking about 10,000 players as our first goal. That's our first goal for, you know, do we have 10,000 players playing the game? And um, he said, Jono, I can see 100,000 playing this game. No problem whatsoever. So he says, the devs just all turn up. He says, I've never seen that before. He says, normally you get like, you know, if you've got 10 devs, you know, two or three turn up to test and the rest go, oh, I'm busy. I've got family things. I've got, he says, but every week on Friday afternoon, all the devs are there. And he said, this game's fun. He says, it's rocking. So, so I, I just I, right. I just pulled up your your NFT uh, page, and it's blank. Can you can you explain why it's blank? For Nexus, are you talking about? Right. Yeah. No, they're not they're not loaded yet. Um, so Nexus is going to an open beta now on third of August. There's a four day window you'll have to play, and um, it'll be open to everyone. So it's actually it's what we call a a full systems test, so it's a, the actual game. All of our stuff's on Epic Games. So to play our game, you don't need to buy an NFT, you don't need to load a wallet, you don't need to do anything. You can just go to Epic Games, download the game. It's on Epic Games now. You, you can't download it now, but it's actually our test set is all on Epic Games. Mm -hmm. um, and our blockchain is connected to Epic Games. So Epic Games is... Assisting us in this is very so you, cool. You don't need to, as Maverick is saying here, uh, have to actually have to have bold tokens in order to play. No, no. You can be a totally um, agnostic believer in crypto and come play our game. And you know, I think that's wonderful. Well, we believe that the game should stand on its own, and if you like the game, so the, the Nexus is a tournament game. So think League of Legends. It's a game that if you like it, you'll play over and over and over and over and over again to get better at it. And when you start doing that, you want you to, you're a different skin. You get sick of looking at 
we supply two skins free of charge. Nice. So hopefully, you'll get sick of looking at them and you'll pay us some money to buy a skin. <laughs> and when the day when the day comes that uh, you'll um, – and in that video, I just linked the first two skins are the free ones. So they're all right. They look all right. They're just a, a, a sci-fi soldier. And um, they're just a, base, a basic sci-fi soldier skin. But the the different other skins will be different value. Some of them will be five bucks. Some of them will be ten bucks. Some will be twenty bucks. We're probably going to have a couple of thousand dollar ones. And uh, the thousand dollar ones, um, that skin will be a different skin in every game we build. So you'll actually get something for that skin in every game we build. So you'll have to buy. So buying one skin, and where young bull's got a, he's my son. Um, he wants to do skins are only available for 60 days. And then at the end of the 60 days, how many we sold is all there'll ever be. So that's it. So so it'll be like a timed sale. You'll have 60 days to pick up that skin and then it's retired forever. Forever. Are you going to have like a, uh, uh, a special uh, monument or hall that you can go in to see all the old skins and what they were about and all that. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, and on our marketplace they'll be available to be sold because people will sell them on the secondary market. So, but let's say let's say one of those late skins in that. Let's say what well, we talked about the hornet skin there or the dragon skin. Like let's say that was a thousand dollar skin, then it's naturally collectible because the first barrier of entry is most people won't pay a thousand dollars. No traditional game will pay that. Game will pay a thousand dollars. Only some sort of NFT nut collector guy will go and do that. Um, but in let's say we have a million people playing Nexus next year. Wildest, wildest fucking fantasy. That'd be magnificent. <laughs> but let's say that was true. Let's say a million people playing Nexus. What would that skin be worth then if there was only two hundred and twenty-five of them? I think that's a, a big part, <clears throat> and somebody had mentioned tokenomics, so you're doing skinonomics, right? On this and, game, yeah. Yeah, and, and with that, th one of the big complaints that's in the, the NFT gaming side, we hear this all the time on the show, is people will say, oh, I just spent, you know, $4,000 on this on this item, and six months later... There's something that's better. And to me, you know, that that's crappy to do. So I think it's wonderful that you're going to take that approach to it and not have people get their stuff diluted down the road just because playable decides they want to make some money. Well, you can make money, but you got to be fair, don't you? Like it's, I, I can make a new skin, but is it better than the old skin? That's going to be personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to be there's going to be skins that that some people love, and they're going to beg us to make more of them. And there's going to be skins that people don't like, and we they wish there weren't that many made. And like that's going to be up and down all the time. So, like someone said, you can't please all the people all the time, and I've lived my life by that. You know, are, are there are there people able to uh, are, are people able to trade these skins? I mean, is there like a yeah, absolutely marketplace like OpenSea? Yeah, we've, there's a complete marketplace already built on our DAP. So oh, you guys built, have. Yeah, fully built, fully functional on the bull chain. So, and, and all skins <laughs> will be able to be sold on that, except 
um, some skins are just for certain things. So like, they'll like the samurai skin is for our VI3 community. So you have to be a member of VI3 to buy that skin. So if you if you don't have the VI3 membership NFT, that skin will be locked to you. But they could they could uh, a VIP member could sell it to someone else then, right? Exactly, another VI3, absolutely. And a no-donor well, only skin. Only another VI3 would not. Yeah. you wouldn't be able to sell it to just anyone. No. Interesting. No. So there's only so there's only two skins at the moment that are locked. No donors. Just finger. No. <laughs> no, no donors. That's for you, Faz. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was facing the right way. <laughs> yeah. The the VI3 skin is locked and for VI3 owners, and they they get them for free. So that's part of being a VI3. They get them for free. And part of being a node owner is you get a skin for every game. They get that skin for free. So, and both those skins are high quality, like they're really top-level skins. So they're just rewards to our followers and, and supporters that every game they're going to get a free skin. And those, like, the cost of making those skins is abysmal. I tell you, it makes my heart hurt. Like, you know, it's it's like... Four to eight thousand dollars to build a skin. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it really hurts. So um anyway, that's what it costs. So. Well, and and I, I think that fair pricing policy, having something for everybody, right? Because not everybody can go and drop a thousand dollars on every NFT that is released for a game. Having that one dollar, five dollar, fifty dollar, yeah. hundred dollar, I think that's fantastic as well because it's inclusive. Right. And and I'm not one of those people that that thinks it should be fair across the board. Right. But at the same time, if there's people that maybe don't have a lot of money that still want a, a, a cool ass skin, they can get one for just a couple of dollars. And to me, that's huge. That's what this is about, is bringing yeah. people in to a fun game that's reasonably priced, that has clear and concise rules from a company that really enjoys putting games out and putting those skins out. Well, our game, all our games are free to play. You don't have to buy anything from us to play them. So we're backing ourselves that the game will be so fun, you'll want to play it. And as I said, mm -hmm. hopefully at one point you'll go, you know what, I think I'm going to buy a skin. Let's go to the marketplace and see what skins are available. There's going to be secondhand skins that people have bought that don't like it and they want to sell. And... With the, so let's keep, just make this very clear. There's not going to be very many $1,000 skins. Like, they're going to be rare. So um, most of our skins are going to be $5, $10, $15, $20. And that's, like, that's the, the industry standard. When you buy a League of Legends skin, they're about 20 bucks or 10 bucks. So um, th we understand that. We're not trying to rip people off. Or, and with the $1,000 skins... Let's say we let's say there's a thousand of them that are minted. All right, five hundred of those are going to be given away as in-game prizes. Wow! So, mm. so half of them will be sold, and the other half will be kept. Like the company will mint them, and they'll be at the end of a game. We're going to have like um, reward boxes at the end of the game. So if you have won three games in a day in a twenty-four hour period a box will pop up at the back and it will be unlocked for you. And if there's three people in your team, 
that have all achieved that three wins in a day. There'll be a rolling system that inside that box might be one of those $1,000 skins. might be. Like there'll be some sort of skin in some sort of reward. But the $1,000 skins will be on rotation to go into that box. And you'll hear someone go, oh, my God, oh, my God, I want a $1,000 skin. <laughs> you know, and hopefully, my, my hope is that some person out of Asia who $1,000 will change their life. You know, so it'll be 10 months later. We're, we're going to change, I think, your name from Old Bull to Big Balls or Bull Balls because by doing it right like this, that takes guts, man. That takes guts to hang your game out there like that not build up the hype around it other than, you know, normal, hey, I'm excited about this game, and to let your game do the sales for you. If it's a shit game, you're going to know pretty quickly when nobody wants to play it, right? And that gives you the ability to pull it back, fix it, tweak it, listen to your community on what went wrong, and you have a choice. You can re-release it or put another game up. That takes guts. Real guts. And we're, we're... we got, oh. a saying in, we got a saying in Australia. I don't, I don't know if it's an Australian saying, but it's it's put up or shut up is the is the saying. In other words, the year of show me, put up or shut up. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so like, uh, the no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just it's it's it, talks cheap. You know, like yeah, every, everyone everyone can fucking move their lips and say what they want to say, but. Building something and doing something is really hard. And this goes for everything. You know, like, you know, everything in life, there's a choice of doing it easy or hard. And it's, it, you, you got to decide what you want to do. And we've decided we want to be the first crypto gaming company that gets it right. That's, that's our goal. We're, and we're trying our best to, to make decisions that, you know, are going to give that result. So we've, we've got Daniel Visser running our head, head of games. And, the guy's built 200 games. He knows how to build a game and deliver it to market. And we didn't know that when we started, how hard that was. It's really hard. And it's, it's much, much harder than I thought it was. And, and um, you know, every NFT collection that says, we're going to build a game, I just fucking laugh when I hear that. <laughs> what? Like, well, what sort of game? You know, because, you know, <laughs> If you don't know how to build games, let me tell you, it, it is it is the most disgustingly hard thing. And and then to build a good game, that's even harder. Then to build a game people want to play, that's even harder again. You know, so and, and like we were talking about cutting it off on cauterizing it. So it, if so Nexus the cost per player per month just to run the servers. Okay, so if you've got 10,000 players, our cost per player per month is $4. Wow. So that, that's 40 grand a month just to keep the game alive. All right? So running a game is expensive. This is not a little 2D top-down version game that's really cheap to run on servers. This is a 3D first-person, sorry, third-person shooter Motor, so it's expensive to run those servers. So there'll be there'll be a budget running in the background that if we don't have uptake, there's only so many years you can run that game before you have to quarterize it and say there's not enough players. So games like Daisy, which is the game I still play, 
that's been running for 15 years. It's a third-person shooter. That costs money per month to run. And you got to so you can't just you can't just have a game that's crap. You got to build. Do, good do you games. guys do you guys have nodes? Uh, how does how does your games how are your games hosted? We have nodes, but then our games are not running our nodes. Our nodes are to run the ecosystem that supports the game, the NFTs. So to run, to build a proper game, to run it on nodes. Our our game Ordnum that's coming. That's a card game. That's a turn-by-turn turn card game. That could be run on nodes because um, Avalanche is fast enough to do that. But we'll still run that on Epic servers just to make sure it's totally smooth and 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 totally clean. So, so the, the, the promise of, of if we were to go back to Gala, the promise of Gala nodes are, uh, are in if the company goes away, uh, the games can still theoretically run because the, the the idea is that they're, the games will be running on those nodes, but it would seem that uh, the way that you have things set up, it's very company centric. Then is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, if we if we went out of business, then yeah, the games will stop. So um, now that said, all the technology would be on the blockchain, and if the community wanted to keep playing them, they could work out ways to do that. So like that's that's all there. Um, but you can't have your cake in it too. If you want a good game, you can't. Blockchain can't support that right now. It's not possible. So, like, if you want a first-person or third-person shooter, 3D, that needs a good computer and it needs a good server. Well, the the idea behind the nodes are that the the, the node buyers are providing the CPU to run the games and. Basically, it's like, I'd call it like a mini Amazon AWS or something. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't work that way. Sorry. Yours doesn't? Uh, no, no, it, it, it doesn't work that way. That's that's not true. All nodes or just galas? All nodes. Like, so let's, let's define what we're talking about. So Nexus is a third-person shooter MOBA. If the ping is over 100, so the time it takes to send the signal from your computer to the server and back, if it's over 100 milliseconds, okay, so there's a thousand second, there's a thousand milliseconds in a second. So if it's over 100 milliseconds, you can't compete with another person. You're too slow. My my computer, Faz, think think of my little shit box over here and why I can't play uh, a lot of those games. <laughs> All right, so so a game like Townstar, you can run that on nodes because it doesn't require FPS, it doesn't require so frames per second, and it doesn't require talking to a server to communicate. So that's a different type of game. So yes, when we build those games, they'll be on our blockchain. All right, and they'll they'll exist forever, and they'll be up there. But the the main games we're building, all of our Dogs of War, War of Steel, Nexus, they are proper computer games. You have to play on a proper computer. And what we are doing, I'll tell you what, this is fucking hard. So Nexus can be played on a 760 graphics card. Now you can buy a 760 graphics card for 200 bucks. That's what I have. I can play that? 
Yeah, you'll be, you'll be able to play Nexus on low settings and you'll be able to maintain 30 FPS and 100 ping. Wow. And that's, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you talk about what I didn't know, that is fucking hard to do. Well, and and that's that's really good news. So a lot of these these bigger games like that, people aren't realizing that a lot of people aren't even going to be able to log in and play those because their computer just isn't strong enough. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. Daniel, Daniel has had a mission of his to make this so we can take it to Asia. So, you know, Asia is is the onboarding of the crypto market in the next bull run. Asia is coming on and part of Africa. So, um, you know, they're expecting 2 billion new players coming to gaming. So wow. people say people say to me, oh, aren't you worried you're going to offend the gaming community? I don't give a fuck. You know, like, oh, what, I'm going to offend some, some rich Western kids that have had their way for 20 years playing Red Alert. Like, I played Red Alert back in the day. I'm not scared about offending those people. They're not the gaming community we're after. We're after the gaming community who are coming, who want to have a chance to earn some money while they game. So, you know, we want we want the gaming community that want to play games to actually make it a business and, and try and make money out of it. We want the guys that want to treat gaming differently. And they're, they're a whole new market. Now, I don't want to offend the people who are traditional gamers because I'm a traditional gamer. I, I would like to be respected and, and treated well. But if I, um, I, I won't be dictated to either on you know yeah this is what you have to do or else we're not playing that game that that's that that wow um maverick is is very very into this i had this question up a little earlier so then how does the bull token have utility what what's going to make people want to buy those okay so every game Every NFT, everything in our ecosystem needs bull token to purchase. So you don't even the, the passes game. for the games. Well, if you if so, to play the game is free. You'll be able to find a free game anywhere, all right. But if you want to, if you want to make money, if you want to back yourself, then when you buy a ticket to play, so mm-hmm. let's say let's say you're a really good player and you play ten. So games. that's for tournament entry, if I'm getting that right. Yes. Yeah, well, there's tournament entry or there's what we call back yourself gameplay that's coming with Nexus. So you'll okay. buy a ten, you buy a ten cent or a one dollar or a ten dollar ticket. That ticket will be bought in bull. Okay. So so you might buy a pack of ten tickets. Let's say I, let's say I'm a really good player and I win six out of ten games every time. So if I play ten games, I win six. Let's say I'm that good. All right. Can't you can't help? Sometimes you're going to lose because sometimes your team's terrible. But let's uh, <laughs> no, m- my son's like this. When he plays, he wins six or seven times out of ten. Right? He's really good. So he'll be able to go and buy a pack of ten tickets, which will give him a pack of ten NFT tickets. And mm-hmm. when he pushes back yourself, he will go into a ten dollar game. So there's now two teams of five and there's um, $100 in the pot and the winning team gets the whole $100. Okay? Wow. So, so you get That's a double, different approach. If yeah. You win, if you win, you double your money. 
Well, and now if you take the, the dynamic of this, seeing as how you can't pay to win that either, it's it's a hundred percent skill based. Absolutely. Totally fair. You you can't just have a bunch a, a group of people who spend ten thousand no. dollars on better guns to go in no. and, and just mop the place up. No. That's why we're that's why we're we're targeting Asia as our first game like to get our first players because those guys are serious gamers. They fucking love learning how to win the game. So that's what we're after. So that's what we're doing. Awesome. What? Uh, so we've gone over your platform. We've gone over the games. What else do people need to know? We're, we're kind of coming up on an hour here very quickly, and I don't want to keep you all morning. Um, <clears throat> what is it that you want people to know that's going to be coming up over the next month or two? Well, we've just the new, the new chains flew deflationary. So um, every time you buy an NFT, 10% of that NFT is burned. So wow. we've, actually, we've actually made the, the bull chain deflationary. So the bigger the community gets, the more NFTs are going to be bought, the more bulls going to be burned. So over time, it'll just end up being fully deflationary. So, yeah, that's been the biggest thing we've done this year. It's a really hard decision because you just you, there's only 50 billion coins altogether and we're going to have, in 10 years, we expect to have 30 games as a minimum. So that's our expectation. Um, so 30 games, millions of NFTs being bought weekly. It's going to be a lot of burning going on. But our coin's built with 18 decimal points, so it doesn't matter. It's like Bitcoin. Like, you know, there's, there's 100 million Satoshis in a Bitcoin. So it doesn't matter how many get burned. If there's only, you know, a few thousand left, they still divide up very well. You you have uh, to play this game is one minute of a bitcoin or one minute one minute of a bull, so it'll work. So I would recommend people who want to become part of the ecosystem visit the site, look at the FAQ. What about uh, you mentioned a little bit earlier about a uh, in a month or so uh, play test on one of them and Nexus coming. When when is all that actually going to be out where people can get their fingers into these games? Well, Nexus, you, you uh, there's a whitelist out, I think, now. If not now, it'll be in the next couple of days. Um, there's a whitelist if you want to play on the Nexus Open Beta. And that is free to play on the Epic Game Store. So you just or you don't need any wallet or anything connected. Um, you just go to Epic Games and download it and there'll be a code you get given to play it. Um, that's 3rd of August for four days. Then we do our final polish and on the 3rd of September, and this is a, hopefully, we, we believe it will be 3rd of September, but games are complex. Um, short of anything disastrous happening, it'll be 3rd of September, will be what we call gold release, and that'll be our first stable platform that will be unchanged for a period. And so, um, again, having people that know what they're doing. Daniel has a thing called bracket creep. You don't want to keep adding things into a game. You've got to draw a line of sand where you just say this is what the game will be, and that's 1.0. And then you start building 2.0. So you, but you leave 1.0 up and functioning as a, a working game. 
so everyone can play 1.0, but then we say, okay, now in January 2024, we'll release 2.0, and that will be the first major upgrade, which will have mounts in it, so we bring mounts to the game. So you'll be able to use mounts. So someone said the other day that, um, um, you know, the, the, run, the run speed at the moment, the sprint speed's really fast. It is because that's our mount speed. Because the, the map's quite large. You, if you die... I did see that when we pulled it up on that video. Yeah. So the sprint the sprint speed has to be fast to get you back into the, the action. Um, but if you get shot while you're sprinting, you get stunned. So you don't want to be shot while you're sprinting. That's bad. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, that's the 3rd of August and the 3rd of September. Starvin' Martian, which is our um, farming game, that is fully built. It's currently in QA. We have two weeks of – we have a QA company we've hired to actually QA the whole game. Um, you've got to try and find the spelling mistakes and the – when you write – you know how you type something and you, <laughs> right? you, you read it and it makes sense, but someone else read it and they say, you spelled where that way? Why did you spell it? You know, so yeah. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta get your there, theirs, and theirs, and your its and its and. Wait, there's no there there. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) So that's all got to be QA'd. So it's two more weeks, and then we go to alpha on that. So there'll be a whitelist for the alpha on that, and you'll be able to play a full, full version of that game in alpha. Um, Ordnum is all the artwork is pretty much finished for that. So. That's pretty amazing. I'm really impressed with the artwork there. Um, and that should be in alpha end of September, we hope. So wow, you've game, got a lot coming out in the third quarter then. Yeah, yeah. So that's well that's really the second the second year for us. So yeah. It's um and um and then Dogs Award, you won't see anything in Dogs Award until twenty twenty four. It's just too complex and too big and it's um, which is that artwork cool. looks pretty good though. It's fun, like that's my baby. I that's <laughs> that is the game I love playing. So that survival genre, first person, third person shooting, you can switch between what you like. And oh, we've nice. got a we've got a mechanic built into that. So I don't know if you play a lot of survival games, but if you're in third person, you can peek around a corner. So I'm I'm off screen here. You can stick your head out. And you can see around the corner, but your character's not around the corner. Well, in Dogs of War, if you enter combat, it pulls you into first person. Oh, and then drops back out when you're doing... Other- oh! When you've been out of combat for 30 seconds, you can go back to third person. Hmm. So if you get shot, you're pulled into first person. Right, right. So you do have an advantage while you're the aggressor. So you can actually pull someone in. But once the fight starts, no one has the advantage. You can't peek. You can't you've got to stick your, you've actually got to stick your head out to look and then go back and hide. So it's a really good feature. I've seen it done before and it's part of the built into the game. So yeah, it's really good. But we're excited. It's gonna be a great year this year, you know, as crypto comes back into the bull run. Like so the first the first third of the bull run is is coming up. We're almost finished. And uh, then we'll get into the part where everyone goes, we're in a bull run. And <laughs> and um, then we're going to be in that, that last third, so after the halving of Bitcoin. So that's the April 2024. 
that mm-hmm. last third to the end of 2024 and the, the first part of 2025 where the all-time high will come in for Bitcoin, that's going to be just ballistic. We're going to be in altcoin season. Like, you know, we'll, we'll be dropping zeros probably every month. So it'll be great. Really good fun. Awesome. Mr. Faz, you have anything else for Old Bull? No, you, you covered a lot here. There's a lot to digest in all this. Very cool. Uh, what 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 final words do you have for the community, Old Bull? Well, we can start with a thank you for the people that have hung oh. around through the through the bear market. That's been a fucking tough time. Um, so thank you. We really yeah. At, at, it's it's easy running a company like this because you just scream out commands and things get done. Um, <laughs> It's um it's it's been it's been fun for me, um, but for those who've been holding bull through this time, like we've been really proud of our price. It's it's held it's held up at zero zero. Like we talked six months ago and it was zero zero two six months ago. Mm-hmm. And now it's zero zero. Sorry, sorry, it's three zeros and a and a two, and now it's three zeros and a four. And that's been right through. So it's doubled in price through a bear market. So we're so proud of that. Most well, most people have. I I truly think it's because of the approach that you're taking. You're not milking your community like like I know Axie went through this recently where they they just out of nowhere started milking the community and not delivering on anything. I think the approach that you're taking, I think your brutal honesty with people uh goes a Cut. long way. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, that that is what people want to hear. They don't they don't mind a lot of times when when stuff goes sideways, right? Cuz it's going to happen. Everybody's doing this for the first time. Yeah. But you you don't make excuses. You just tell it how it is and and that is going to build a lot of credibility and that's going to I think take you to a level some of the dreams that you have, I, I'm still a little skeptical, old bull. I, I'm not sure, you know, a million, a million players. Oh, that's no, that, that's that, ambitious. That, that's that, really that, ambitious. He said hundred thousand. <laughs> well, let, let's let's put that in perspective. I said that was a dream. Um, right, right. And, and let, let, let's be specific. <laughs> it's a wet dream. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, no, seriously, our goal for Nexus is ten thousand players. That's our goal. If we get 10,000 players, it'll be a profitable game and that'll be a great first start for us. So that's 10,000 players. We've been told by our, our devs that they think this could be a 100,000-person game. So well, that would be just our wildest dreams coming true. So that'd be great. Yeah, well, 10, I, our goal. I think if you keep doing the things that you're doing, you're true, you're honest, you're straightforward, you're plugging away, you're you're making things happen. I think that that's absolutely achievable for you. I well, I just you can't commend you enough on that. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for getting up so early and indulging us. Um, we we would love to revisit with you in a couple of months, especially when those games come out uh, yeah, and support the, what you're doing. Yeah, so let's let's have a talk in November or something because that would be we'll have a lot out then and you'll be able to actually have played it all yourself. Mm-hmm. We'll have three we'll have three games out by November. So nice. So let's let's be, plan on it. I, I can't wait to have it back. So thank you again for for taking time for us tonight, and we will talk at you very soon. Thanks, Faz. Thanks, Todd.
Cheers, everyone. You bet. Good night, everybody. Sir, I know 